This is Toastcasters, Volume 6, a podcast for Toastmasters. Your host, Greg Gazin. Today we're speaking with immediate past District Governor, District 42, Mona Cooley. This year, District 42 achieved distinguished status, and our immediate past District Governor, Mona Cooley, is going to tell us a little bit about it today. So, hi, Mona, how are you doing? Hello, Greg, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. So, August 17th, tell me about this day. August 17th. Oh, I've got shivers going up, and hopefully I can hold back the tears. Um, it was District 42 was on stage at Toastmasters International Convention in Phoenix. And all the people that were there that were able to attend was awesome to have the, some of the District 42 people on stage when Larry, Joan, and myself uh, went up to receive our award for Distinguished District, Larry for Distinguished in his excellence in education and training, and also Joan with the excellence in marketing. Wow, that's incredible. It, it, it is. Tell us what dis a Distinguished District means. I know it's different from a club because a club you have the DCP in your 10 points. What does a Distinguished District mean? How does, a, how, does a, how does a district, what criteria are required for a district to become distinguished? There's four pieces to it, Greg. And the four pieces are, first, your education, which means your advanced communicators, your competent communicators, and also your membership payments. Not membership, but membership payments, the number of people that make payments and also clubs. We had to reach our goals. And like for your advanced uh, communicators, we had to have 89 people complete their 10 speeches in an advanced manual. So our okay. competent communicators, which was 312. And we had to get 249 clubs total paid up. And also we had to have 9,104 9, membership payments. So the membership payments, so a member that pays twice a year gets counted as two membership payments. Yeah, that's right, Or okay. and to whatever number of clubs there are to as well. It's always so where did we end up? Was it, was it close? Well, we certainly made it over the hump, and, you know, not by large margins at all. Uh, the advanced communicators was 184, so we did very well there. Blew that and, one away. And then with our competent communicators, it was 364. And with our clubs, we were 251, which was two more than what we needed. And then our membership payments was 9,175. Well, that's quite the incredible feat. It is, and it took a team that dug very deep to make this happen, plus all the assistance and 
all the members that helped out that last month or so when numbers were going up and we were so close, it was so exciting to get emails from clubs, will this help, will this help, and, and we got this one and so forth. Like Everybody was starting to play, and that was so exciting to see everybody get involved and know that it was reachable. The heart was really pumping. The heart was really <laughs> pumping, and it was something as a district governor that I wanted to feel and hear from the people because that's what's important. And that, that brought, I believe, the district to another level of achievement, and the members all came, and also the team just dug deep to make it happen because I know it was a very difficult year and I heard words like overwhelming and and time restricted and all of that it and it was very hard but everybody kept going and I congratulate them well I'd certainly like to congratulate you on that but I, I do have a question and this is something I think that other people may have asked you as well is you have all of these numbers okay you get so many cc's so many ac's so many clubs and so many member payments but those are numbers what does it mean to the individuals what does it mean to the members and what does it mean to the clubs for themselves aside from just numbers it's a good question you're right greg it we've been asked that and in the three years that i've been you know started out with lieutenant governor of marketing and education and then district governor it was something that came up and people would say, oh, I'm not interested in the points. And they're right. It isn't about the points. That's the result. It's what causes the result is what's important. And the cause is when you have members, and we'll start with the members because they really are the most important people in this whole picture, it is the members who are going to their club. They're gaining their confidence. They're gaining self-esteem or they're preparing for another goal that they're achieving in their career or personal life. And they're doing their speeches, the confident communicator. And when they complete that, they go to the advanced. And it's really having that de self-development that really counts. And so when a club is successful, and I talked to clubs, you know, when they were so close to having one more goal for Distinguished, and I talked to them in June. And they were excited that they were that close, and they were trying to figure out what to do, so we discussed it. So clubs do want to be distinguished. They're out there, and they want to be, and I believe everybody does, because it is a result of your hard work that you put in. It's no different than setting a goal for your personal life. And goals is what we set so that when we achieve them, we can celebrate. We talked a little bit beforehand, and I recall the the speech that you gave for the charter party at the Inspiration Bilang in, in Saskatoon. And you had, related, you had related your position as a district governor to that of a CEO of a corporation. Tell us a little bit more about that. Thank you, Greg, for that. It was something that I was really trying to have it so that people could relate to something of what it really meant. And so I put it in the perspective of this. Achieving the Masters in Leadership and 
here we are in, the, in Toastmasters is to practice what I believe is what we really want in life. And maybe you're going to be the CEO of an organization. Your area governor is a manager, just like in a company. They're looking after four to seven clubs, so they're a manager. Then we have our division governor who is leading a company of five to seven managers and also 140 employees. And then you are moving up into different areas, and like I said, the CEO is the district governor of a corporation with a staff of 100-plus managers and assistants and 4,000-plus employees. Wow. 4,000 employees. So your theme for the year, or previ previous year, was lead with purpose, communicate with confidence. So it sounds like you were a natural-born leader. This must have been easy for you. Well, I wish it was that easy as you said it, Greg. <laughs> it isn't. No, it isn't. It was something that I didn't recognize that leadership was a piece that I would be even interested in when I started Toastmasters. My sole purpose of starting Toastmasters was we have mental illness in the family, and I was asked to speak on behalf of the family because of our success in managing mental illness for ourselves as the caregivers and also the one that is mentally ill moving forward. And when I started, it was to be more proficient in my speaking and doing speeches because I was going to be doing presentations. And when I looked at the program and I saw that there was a leadership track, I was pleasantly surprised because all I'd ever recognized Toastmasters for was public speaking. I had not seen it as a leadership opportunity to practice your skills or even find out what your skills were. And I had the opportunity to be the VP ed of a first club, Palliser, and then uh, president. And I found that quite difficult, to be very honest, because it was uncomfortable. I didn't know what to do. I was unsure of myself. My confidence wasn't there. And I know people may think that I, you know, maybe I show a lot of confidence, and, and that's because of Toastmasters. But at that time, I did not. And I was very nervous about leading a club did you ever think of not doing it? At any point, did you feel like giving up? There was times, you know, through it all, what have I done? What, what am I doing? And it was, it was very nerving at times because you feel vulnerable because it, the club is in your hands and you're the leader and people look to you as a leader to lead the club and be successful. When the good times are there, it's great to get the pat on the back, but also it's when you're uh, being a person that has to deal with some of the challenges and issues that are not as easy to deal with. And that's where the skills really come into play, because you're watched as a leader. Okay. So it's, it sounds like perhaps you might have been sort of a reluctant leader at, at some point. I would say yes, I was in the very beginning because this was new and I, I wasn't sure about myself. That, that's really what it gets down to for me. But I found that it was very rewarding in the sense that 
you set out to set a goal for your club to be distinguished or meet the goals, it it shows you as a leader of what you can do to move people forward and do things even for themselves, but also it contributes to the club to make a club successful. I took on area governor, and I didn't I didn't take it on the first time I was asked because I was I was learning. I wanted to learn more about leadership. I felt that there was something there that was going to be very valuable to me in life. I didn't know when or how. I didn't have that. It's just that I, I felt it. And I am so glad that I did. And then when I looked at being on the district team, marketing, education, and district governor, I took two years before I really decided. And it was thinking through why would I do it. And I have to stand here, I, I just so proudly stand here today saying, I am so glad I made that move because now I am prepared to do what I really want in life and work in a way with mental illness because it is very prevalent out in the market and there's so much work to do. This is all because I now have the confidence deeper than I've ever had in my life to do this. I wouldn't have done this three years ago. I wouldn't. You mean you're not going to start all over again, get your CCAC and go all the way back up again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always working on my manual. I know you're working you know. on something. Actually, it's quite the testimonial for the Toastmasters program, both communication and leadership. Yes, because, you know, you have to have the communication to work with the people. And it's something I constantly have to work on. You know, there's times I don't maybe communicate the very best that I could, so I'm constantly working on it. But it's part of my career. I, I facilitate families who are dealing with mental illness. Communication was key. It wasn't something I had in the beginning. It was actually the worst thing I had. And... Postmasters has taught me through evaluations of how to evaluate and give feedback in a way that people respond to it and not feel rejected about it. And the leadership part was taking your another skills where you're negotiating, you're persuading, you're, you're, these are all skills, you know, the critical thinking, all of these, listening, these are all critical. And if you don't take that full development of it, you really don't get the benefit of what this program offers. I am so grateful that for Toastmasters, and I'm grateful that in one way mental illness is a gift because it sent me to Toastmasters. Excellent. And I'd like to ask you maybe just one more question. If you had to offer one piece of advice for someone who is working up, let's say, the leadership path, what would that be? The one piece of advice, and it's something that I followed myself, was know why you're going to be a leader. Know the purpose of why you're going to do it. When you know why you're going to do it, you'll be successful, and it'll come back to you over and over again for the best results for you. And as a leader, when you have that clarity, you have more clarity in your life as well. And when you know the purpose and when things get tough and things aren't going quite well, 
you go back to your purpose of why you are doing it. I really believe we can do what we we are capable, but it's up to us. It's what we tell ourselves of what we can do. Mona Cooley, DTM, District Governor for District 42, 2006-2007. Congratulations on being distinguished. Thank you very, very much for your for your time this morning, and I wish you all the best in the future. Thank you, Greg, and once again, thank you to District 42. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. This is your host, Greg Gazin. If you have any feedback for me, you can send it to toastcaster at telus.net. Thank you, Henry.